Hello to you all and thanks for joining me here on day five of Lord Adversity Week here on Monsters of Rock, the Lordy story. And today marks one week since Lord Adversity released and I sincerely hope you have all gotten your copies and are enjoying the hell out of it. And don't forget to head over to True Metal Pod on Instagram to win one of two sets of Heesey's bass strings, which were used during the recording of the albums on Lord of Versi. So make sure you head over there and check it out. And today we are talking to the Scarby, the plastic one, Hella, the keyboardist of Lordy, and we will discuss her side of Lord of Versity. Here we go. Obviously, the last year has been very difficult for a lot of people, um, and lockdown has affected bands all over the world. And I'm just wondering how how has lockdown been for you, and have you missed playing in front of fans and going to concerts yourself? Yeah, obviously, like having all these tours and especially festival shows cancelled has been like pretty devastating, but. Uh, I guess generally, if you think of like, um, like how's my life being a mother of two, it hasn't been that bad to be home. You know, you get to spend more time with your children and all that. But mm. of course, ha- having all the shows canceled has been pretty devastating because you keep hoping like, okay, maybe maybe next h- half a year it happens and maybe next and then it like all those plans and hopes keep keep crushing down over and over again at some point it was quite devastating like it still is like i i don't know if i can really rely on like anything happen Mm, happening even next year although of course i hope so but now it, it has reached the point that you don't you don't you don't plan your future anymore yeah, exactly. It's because everything can change almost at the drop of a hat. Yeah, yeah. And how exactly. did it feel? How did it feel for you guys getting back on stage at Metal on the Hill in Austria? Oh yeah, it was awesome. Totally awesome. Like at the same time, it's like you like I was so lost. Like how how am I supposed to do this thing? <laughs> like just going on a trip. I like. To remember oh yeah i need my passport as well and all these routines were like completely gone <laughs> but but being on stage was was amazing like seeing people and playing live and yeah it was a blast cool. and with you guys you have been so busy this year as well so with obviously recording low diversity and pretty much i'm guessing from your side of things there's probably little breaks between each time you go into record because everyone has to work on their own separate parts and that but when this idea was given to you or the concept was explained to you what was your first reaction Mm, i do remember mr lordy um like um like speaking out his idea of this whole concept and of course probably i'm not the only one who thought that that's completely ridiculous it's never gonna happen (laughs) but but like uh the the cool thing has been that we like proved that you don't always need such a like big frames around recording like 
few times it's been like such a like dedicated time like let's say six weeks that everybody's just recording and doing nothing else in their lives like in in some like we get together in a location studio and every day is just recording and recording it was like interesting to see that there it can be done differently it can be done in like uh, pieces there and there and also like a lot of stuff this time was even recorded at homes like Mm. i did a lot of keyboards from home and and uh, so yeah it it was cool that it it can be done this way as well and still make quality products so Mm. yeah it was it, it, it was interesting but of course it has been spread uh, into a such a long time time gap how do you say that yeah. i i don't have any more like, idea is like what what's happening which album <laughs> is which and which song goes to which album and i i'm actually in a way a little bit purposely get myself um uh, out of listening like then the final products because i want to hear the uh, the albums in in the um, in the right order when they're actually been released. So yes, I yeah. I want to like I kind of purposely want to forget everything so then I can like hear everything with the fresh ear. Nice. Okay. And, and as if I'm yeah. one of one of the fans. Yeah. <laughs> and did you find that then that this recording process easier, seeing as it was kind of a little bit more? Um, I would just say less well i'm guessing it was structured but there was a little bit more freedom in a way to record yeah i think i think there was much more freedom as well as like you didn't need to this time at least i didn't need to like clear completely like few weeks for the recordings it was In, in that way a lot easier of course we had a lot of time to do it like now that there was no shows going but like it was much easier like to schedule when there was like just days there and there when i was needed at the studio right okay and when it comes to obviously your side of recording the keyboards and all that where does your role kind of come into the timeline of recording would you be one of the first things recorded or would it be the last, or would that change depending on the albums? That that really changes, like when, <laughs> whenever. Basically, the I guess the um, the demand is that the drums has to be recorded first because right. that defines the final structure of the song, hmm. and then basically anywhere after that, the 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 keyboards can be added but usually because they they might do harmonies with guitars or something like that then then the keyboards are the best to finalize when everything else is done but it it's it's not it depends nice okay because it's also the easiest to change afterwards because it's mostly just like you know computer midi stuff so it's the easiest always if 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 oh, there's changes in the song in the in the middle of the process then the keyboards are easiest to fix right okay and with all of these songs as well like there's so many of them you guys must have all had a different part to play in the kind of the writing process as well obviously mr lordy would have done the bulk of the writing for the albums but with you did you write any melodies or lyrics or riffs or anything like that where was anything like that contributed on your side to the albums 
Yeah, I actually did write, I think, two songs has has my riffs in it. Unfortunately, only two. But that's because I'm so hard on myself. When I have right. any ideas, the, the like, majority of them, like, goes to the trash. <laughs> and I, 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 I should maybe present more of them forward. But I, I, have, I have a really how do you say, like a tight, um, I'm, I'm really hard on myself than, than what I think is good enough to, to be like presented for, for Mr. Lordy. <laughs> but, but two, two passed, passed my requirements and both of them <laughs> managed to make it to the album. Very cool. And can you remember which ones they were? As in, like, what albums or anything like that? Uh, they will be in the, uh, in the um, like, the later albums. Right, okay. So On, on, the, on the two latest. Right. Like, how do you say, okay. like, ta- in, on a time... The timeline, yeah. So, Aber- Abracadabra yes, and Spook- yes. Spooky Sex Travaganza Spectacular, if I remember rightly. That's what that one's called. Um, cool. So, uh, at least fans will be able to look forward to listening to stuff like that. Because, obviously, we have other tracks in the past, like He-Man as well, which was one of your own contributed to. So, um, with, obviously, so many of these eras being spread across, like, we're looking at nearly 20 years of music history and lore diversity. There's a lot of different genres that come into play a lot of different sounds and the keyboards in Lordy's music are so important because they really define most of the songs and mm-hmm. when we look at all of these genres is there anything that kind of makes the keyboards different in say the disco album compared to how they're used in the thrash album and if and if there is is, is a difference there what is the difference well it's the sound world for sure like basically um you can put like a riff into like you can use it in, in almost any type of music but the the way way like what kind of sound you use on it like defines basically which which style it belongs to mm. to to be to put it really simple so it's definitely the sound world that that is there yeah yeah like the difference in between the albums but like yeah 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 that's it yeah Yeah. and when it comes obviously (laughs) to your um kind of composing the sounds and everything like that how do you go about making sure that you've got the right sounds for um superfly trap the disco album How, how, how do you compose the different sounds for your keyboard well, well, the sound world is not hundred percent then like my choices because of mm. obviously all of those sounds cannot be even found from from my keyboard. Yes, yeah. When when they're played live, they're of course then try to try to make be played as as similar sounds as possible. But a lot of that sound world is actually created in the. Uh, uh, like by Mr. Lordy and found like sounds are found from different banks that that would be like as close to like let's say authentic 80s disco sound as possible. Yeah. So yeah, I have I have I have the say there, but like like the the studio um, sound world is of course like a much much more wider selection of everything. So that that is eventually like the um 
production. It's produced in the studio, really, and then, yeah, and then yeah, applied to your yeah. keyboards then, almost, is it? Yeah, because Mr. Right. Lordy has a vision of how, how this is supposed to sound. Mm. So it's it's more like then that he chooses what what um, what sound is what he's looking for and then my job will be like later on more like then to try to create that live as as similar as possible right okay okay and especially in these 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 albums yeah. maybe maybe in the in the previous ones those choices have been like mainly done by but me but this time when this is so much of his vision of these different styles and time errors so this time, it, the, those choices were mainly done by him. Right. Okay. And when it comes to the whole recording side of things, um, obviously in the studio, uh, what do you have any favorite memories of this whole process? I love the backing vocal singing. That is nice. just so okay. so much fun because I'm not a singer, you know. <laughs> so so that's like my like. There are obviously other backing vocal singers in, included in the album, so yeah. maybe you can't really spot my voice that clearly anywhere there. I don't know. I I will hear that later. Yeah. <laughs> how have they been mixed? But like it, the process was just so much fun. I think I sang the backing vocals on almost every album. So nice. like the then. How how well they can be heard is going to be a surprise, <laughs> but but there's more or less me I think in in every album. That's very cool. And yeah. I don't know why the singing is so much fun. I just love it. Do you think it might be because there's some because there's some? Are you recording it with other people at the same time and that kind of thing? Would that be a case of it? Maybe. So something so different mm, to yeah. do, you know, yeah, yeah. and because I, like I said, that I I don't really get to sing other than in a shower, so, <laughs> and it's like when it's when I have a chance to be in the studio, yeah. then hear my own voice, like oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah. To to like that they, like Tracy is really good at like coaching us with with pronouncing and all that stuff. Plus mm. plus he he is a very skillful like like a vocal coach like how to use your voice so he can really like push the best potential out of you nice. okay. when you're singing in a studio so like it's really fun to work with him yeah and you probably, you, I, probably, I, you probably sing better in the shower now as well now that you've been vocally coached i bet i do i mean like i probably seriously do <laughs> Um, and has developed like <laughs> over the years when when been singing with him so like m maybe every album i sound a little bit better <laughs> and uh keep him obviously with that voice work and um, you obviously do a lot of the kind of the scgs the scartic circle gathering parts as well on lordy albums oh yeah yeah, yeah. And i spoke to ralph there a couple of days ago and he was telling me about some of the things he had done on it as well so when fans get lower diversity what can they expect from you in the scgs this time around uh probably almost everywhere <laughs> <laughs> that's also actually really really cool stuff like um 
like I always even surprise myself like how many different characters I'm able to make. <laughs> so I, I don't know if if people can people can even imagine what all voices on even on the previous albums were actually all me. Right. So it's that that is actually that is really like that is so much fun to do because of course then they can be also slightly edited so you yeah. can't really even recognize it. Yeah. What is what is my voice and all that but like I don't even remember all the characters that I have because there's <laughs> so many of them. Well, and with all these albums as well, um, Hella, do you have a favourite? Because it's probably very hard. Now, I'm actually, I'll, I'll give you a bit of an idea of what everyone else has said up to now. Because I've interviewed mm-hmm. five people and every single one of them has said the disco album. So are you the same or do you have, do you have a different favourite? to disappoint you it is the same like (laughs) yes this disco album was so like i don't know like the whole composing was so brilliant in my opinion like too bad i can't take any credits out of it but like mr lordy did such a genius job with composing these songs and all that that it, it was almost like damn he was born on on a wrong era like these are so good this would this would have been like killer hits if they would have come out on the actual disco time they're just so good and do you have a favorite song off that yeah uh i probably did but i can't remember (laughs) anymore anymore of the songs before i before i hear them but like i also love loved singing on them because they are very like female-led backing yeah, vocals yeah. throughout yeah. the album so it it was yeah it's like no doubt it's the disco album cool very cool i'd have to see him i wonder if everyone else is the same now when i go to talk to them whether that would be their favorite as well um and obviously fans have now heard the first single off that um album believe me which was released there a couple of days ago and we're about a month away i believe from abracadaver which is the title track off the thrash metal album coming out um and Fans have obviously reacted to Believe Me and they've shared their responses and stuff. So how have you felt or how have you, how would you say, how have you seen their reaction to Believe Me and what do you hope fans actually take away from Lordy Versi when they get their hands on it? Uh, well, first of all, I was... I was kind of expecting a little bit more like criticism, like kind of like what the hell is this kind of reactions. <laughs> but I'm surprised how low amount of those there has been. Like probably that has been a lot of a lot of people's like first reaction. Yeah. That they they don't they are so um, they don't expect that kind of sound comes out when they turn it on. But after listening it once or twice, like surprisingly, like majority has, has then just eventually loved it. And what has been also positive that people that normally don't listen to Lordy has, has found this new song. So it's cool. It's different and definitely like breaks borders. How how do you say like, Breaking down boundaries it and is, stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's, there's something completely new out there that nobody expected. So mm. that that is cool. Yeah. And 
I don't know. Is it is it weird that I'm I'm talking about these albums like as if I haven't heard them because I haven't. I have purposely not been listening to them before they come out, and and then this interview is going to be released after they're out. Yeah. <laughs> like to make it clear, I purposely haven't <laughs> been listening to them before they're released. And what so. do, what do you want fans to take away when you because when you, obviously you've been so involved with all of the recording and everything like that and yes you haven't mm-hmm. listened, you haven't listened to the final project just yet but what do you hope fans take away from this whole experience of because really it is whether they are albums it is an experience that fans are mm-hmm. getting their hands on so what what do you hope they take away from it? something I've asked um, Heesey and was it Yanni I think it was Yanni and Tracy asked as well that do you, do you think Lordy going forward now will kind of be a band that kind of experiments more with these genres rather than kind of going uh, back to the sound of like Get Heavy or, or The Oracleps do you think you will kind of keep this whole idea of mixing different eras going forward I actually hope so but nice. of course nice. I I I can't say. Yeah, no one knows what's going <laughs> on in Mr. Lodi's mind, so Exactly. <laughs> yeah. These things usually comes as a surprise for the rest of the band anyway. So yeah. like we'll see. I'm mm. as curious as you are. Yes. Very cool. And um before we kind of finish up here, Helen, you might have seen because I know you've seen on Instagram, but I asked fans to give me um some of their favorite some some questions for you. Sort of fan oh, yeah. fan based questions. So um I've got five okay. five of them here. They're different to anything I've asked you here um before. So I'm I'm gonna probably butcher a lot of their names here because I think a good few of them are probably Finnish and I'm terrible at pronouncing Finnish names. So I apologize to the people that are actually listening to this and it's their name. So the first one comes from Yuso Soya Jasalmi, I believe it is, and he wants Mm -hmm. to know which upcoming album was most challenging to make and which was most fun to make. I think we covered the most fun one there with the disco album, but uh, what was the most challenging one for you? It's embarrassing to to say that I don't actually uh, remember the name of the album again. <laughs> there is there is 
one album that has a lot of like pure pianos. Right. Okay. So so for the that album has a lot of like almost almost if not all the songs had like pure um like piano raw piano that is not done with keyboard but with the real organ is it grand piano oh, and definitely. and then okay. i think one of the songs even had just piano and vocals right so those okay. were those were the most challenging for me because there was I there guess. was a lot to learn first yeah. of all and and that's kind of like the piano is so like if something goes wrong it, it has to be done all over again and mm. all that 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 was like it challenged my my skills as a piano player right. <laughs> in a good way right so the second question comes in from esther uh, matula and uh, they want to know what's tour life like as a mother it's it's tough to be away from your children for sure but i know they're in good hands and like this is very conscious choice that if i'm away on tour away from my children certain amount of time of of the year then i try to compensate it on on those times when i'm home that mm. i try to spend time with them as much as possible so yeah 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 but then at the same time it's also like a lot of parents suffer for like not having enough time for themselves so i also think it's like psychologically really healthy time for me because then it gives me a lot of strength to be 100 yeah, percent a mother when i'm yeah. at home yeah because that time is is so important as a parent because if you don't have it you can just absolutely crash and burn because like, it can be yeah. so exhausting yeah you're totally right yeah um, the next question uh, comes in from monsteric and dreamer and they want to know what's been your biggest challenge since joining lordy my biggest challenge hmm maybe it it has to do with the previous question as well it, it nice. was a like quite a jump into unknown to all of a sudden well kind of all of a sudden to become a parent and i didn't know if it's going to work with the band or not but yeah, fortunately yeah. everything went well that yeah. that was a huge like kind of um can you say milestone or, or some, yeah, some kind of a, like yeah. a like a, a a part on the um like a, a time that i really needed to like put on scale my life versus the band um, but yeah. luckily luckily they they all worked out fine and at the moment everything's good yeah and of course, because you were, well, you, only, you were in one album cycle, and then you had your first child in the Scare Force One era, I think it was. So, like, it's, it mm. is, it is, it is. If you've jumped from one thing into another, almost like, because you're pulling double duty as a mom and as a heavy metal performer as well. So, um, the next question comes in from Udi, and they want to know how does your style different differ from your predecessors? Um, and what do you find important in your style as well? I guess they're talking about the your, your I guess your style of playing um, and how it compares to Awa and Enery. It's a good question. Um, it's hard to maybe point out any like details from how does it how does it like 
how is it different i would say that i'm a little bit in in the middle of the two of them right okay and don't make me explain hey. how but like <laughs> if if, <laughs> if i like because of course i i just have my point of view like how do i see them as keyboardists and i don't know if it's the full truth you know i haven't been standing there when they next to them when they play play live you know and yeah. and i i purposely haven't like too much even discovered their style because i wanted to kind of like just create my own and not to yeah. look too much what what they did yeah and that's that's been done on purpose but like i'd say i have a little bit of both of their styles combined as as then mine cool cool and the last question that we have is uh, from santiri uh, kalava and he wants to know what song have you never played live that you want to play live one because my favorite songs has been played live yeah. mm. you know i have to say that i have been very lucky that my favorite songs have been mostly on the the live set list yeah. so i don't really have a song that would have would have like stayed bothering me that has never made it there right okay at least i can't think of like like just right now <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that's fine i know that obviously that favorite song is um is that he man is it he, oh, obviously yeah. you know <laughs> well, let's play that all yeah in every set yeah <laughs> a big thanks to hella there for her insight into Lordiversity and I hope you all enjoyed her perspective of it all as well and that is it for today and I shall talk to you all tomorrow on the penultimate episode of Lords Diversity week here on Monsters of Rock the Lordy story as Mana and I talk drums prog rock and his experience of Lordiversity so long and see you then Monstars of Rock, The Lordy Story, is a True Metal Podcast production. The show is presented, produced and written by Matthew Kessie. Head to True Metal Pod's social channels to keep up to date with the production. <laughs>